Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. My name is Barry Miracle, your dream coach. Like I say every week for the next 30 minutes or so, and I am really enjoying the revelation that I'm able to disseminate into your lives and hopefully amalgamate into your system and begin to shift and change the way you think and get a perspective of who you truly truly are as a dream wrapped in flesh propelled from the heart of the father into this realm into chaos to have an anointing, to have the gifts, to have the answers and the solutions so that you can bring forth order so that the Father God can release his glory throughout your world. I'm excited again to be before you and bringing you the fourth part of the rise of the remnant warriors called the Stormwalkers. Are you becoming a Stormwalker? Is it being revealed to you that you've always been a Stormwalker? I tell you, it's more about revelation than it is just not, just information. I, I like information. Information's cool, but it ain't nothing like revelation knowledge. And this is what I'm hoping you're getting uh, from me as you come back here every week. I bless you guys. I thank you for pulling it out of me. I get so many good reports from people around the world that are listening in. Please share this out. Let people receive the, the knowledge of the Lord that is coming out of my life. Uh, and, and, I, and I say out of my life, and I just, I just want to say this. It's but by the grace of God that I am what I am. It's but for the grace of God, there go I. So I just want to let you know that uh, I'm not thinking that I am uh, overly special except for being God's most favorite child. <laughs> and I think that you need to feel that way. That's, that's, proper, that's a proper id right there is knowing that you're God's most favorite child. And you need to say that, confess that, believe that, and believe and call forth that you are the storm walkers, that you are the ones that are using the storms not being uh, vandalized or victimized by storms. You're the one that is standing in the midst of storms. You're the one that is walking through the storms. You're the one that is able to sit down in the midst of the storms and look and find the treasures and the feasts and everything else that God has for you. And then you need to understand that you're becoming the storm that you're the storm of the Lord, that you allow the spirit of the fear of the Lord to come out of you and begin to strike vengeance in the camp of the enemy. So last week I ended with um, giving a little teaser about John chapter 20, uh, 19 verses 38 through 42. And, and I'm just going to start off by a couple of statements that I believe are from the Lord regarding you as metamorphosizing and metamorphosing and becoming uh, the secret agents that are being revealed. And I want to say to you that your storms are about to platform. Your storms are about to platform you. you. Darkness is nothing more than a backdrop 
to create a stage and a platform to reveal the glory of God coming out of your life. Darkness should not be feared. Darkness is just something that is about to platform you in a contrast to show the brilliance of God coming out of you. So anyway, uh, the secret end time agents hidden and refined in obscurity that are coming forth to prepare the body of the Lord Jesus Christ for the for its metamorphosis into who God has always called our the body of the Lord Jesus Christ to be and to bring preservation and to bring sustainability. And then I just want to read one other before I get into some of the nitty-gritty of the details and break down even into some of the Greek language of this scripture that will give us a further understanding of what is happening here in a revelatory matter for the season that we're in. So the revealed mystery that the Lord is revealing right now is the hidden secret agents, that is you, who have been preserved in intimacy and metamorphosing out of obscurity and marginalizations to become the very storm walkers that the world needs. Amen. So I'm just going to go back to our scripture. I'm going to read it just um, and and just and then go through it line upon line, precept upon precept, if that's okay. If it's not okay, well then go find another podcast. <laughs> I, I, of course, I don't want you to, but I mean, this is what we're doing. <laughs> anyway, love you guys. So John chapter 19, verse 38. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for the fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus. And Pilate gave him permission, so he came and took the body of Jesus. Let me read that again, because I want to make sure I got the, the comma in the right area there. After this, Joseph of Arimathea, being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly, comma, for the fear of the Jews, comma. So he was a secret agent uh, of God. He was following Jesus secretly because of fears. He asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission uh, so he came and took the body of Jesus. Now, a next character enters in, and Nicodemus, who at first came to Jesus by night, another secret agent, also came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about a hundred pounds. Then they took the body of Jesus and bound it in strips. They took the body of Jesus and bound it in, uh, in strips of linen, with the spices as the custom of the Jews is to bury. Now in the place where he was crucified was a garden, and in the garden a tomb in which no one had been laid. So there they laid Jesus because of the Jews' preparation day for, for the tomb was nearby. So here we go. I'm going to work backwards, I think, a little bit here. Um, I'm going to do some reverse engineering on this scripture. So 
Now in, in verse 41 of John chapter 19, now in the place where he was crucified, there was a, a tomb, uh, there was a garden, and in the garden was a new tomb in which no one had been laid. So they're, they're about to put the body into a place where it's about to be transfigured and resurrected and metamorphosed into. So there's, in this season, there are the secret agents. And, and, you know, something that we need to make recognition of is that both uh, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus were part of the Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin means to sit together. The Sanhedrin ruled over the Jewish people from the time of the end of the Babylonian exile in 538 BC until the destruction of the temple in AD 70. The Sanhedrin was headed by a high priest and they ruled over all the Jewish people in religious, civil, and criminal affairs and matters. So this was the ruling. They, so Joseph of Arimathea, who served, who who followed Jesus secretly because of the fear of the Jews, and Nicodemus, who came to Jesus by night, were both part of the ruling um, governance of of Israel at that time, underneath, of course, the Roman Empire that were were occupying um, Israel and and um, uh, um, the land of Israel at that time. So these two were definitely secret agents. And I believe what the Lord is revealing to me this at, time, at, at this time uh, and to speak about it to you um, is to bring forth that there are secret agents that have been being prepared in the midst of obscurity, pain, trauma, uh, and all these other things that have come against uh, his people to stop them, to define them, to delay them. We, we are in a season where the last are about to be first and the first, many of the first were about to be last. There, there is a flip of the script. There's, there's about to be a shift uh, on the chessboard of life where the pawns are about to become kings and the kings are about to become pawns. So what am I saying to you? Don't be defined by the last season. You were hidden and, and more protected than you were rejected. It wasn't time for you to come forth, but there are many people that are coming forth that are saying, I will obey the Lord no matter what. Even if it costs me everything, I'm going to walk in obedience. Because if you have to invest everything, you, you are about to get a return on that investment. Don't, don't think that if you give up houses and lands and reputation and, and all these things for the sake of the kingdom, that you will not be rewarded a hundred fold in this life. This is what the Bible says about those that count the cost and they press in. It's not the end of the story. The cross for Jesus was not the end of the story. It was the end of the story for the devil and his minions, but it was it was the beginning of the story for him as he went into the tomb and was metamorphosed into his glorified body 
that he had to go to the Father so that he could come back down and go visit his disciples so that they could touch him. Oh, my word. So this, let me just, sorry, I'm too excited. <laughs> okay, let me calm down. <sighs> take a breath, take a breath. Okay, good. Um, God illuminates scriptures and they're called now words. And so there are, there are things that are true throughout the whole Bible, but then there are moments where God is illuminating and amplifying certain scriptures, and they're like rhema scriptures. They're ones that are coming alive right now. And I believe that the anointing is on this chapter, this part of this um, chapter of John chapter 19 right now in this season to let us know that the secret agents are metamorphosing, that it is time that we begin to break out of the cocoon. And you can't, and the thing is, is you can't, uh, you can't have somebody come and help you break out of your cocoon, out of your hiddenness, out of your obscurity. You you got to fight out of the cocoon. Jesus, <clears throat> he was in the tomb. He was cocooned. He was wrapped in all these spices. He was wrapped in, in these linen clothes and, and, and linen cloths. And then his face was covered with a face cloth and, and he was put in a tomb and he was, he was wrapped and he was <clears throat> mummified and he was cocooned. He was crystallized and he began to crystallize. He began to metamorphose and he began to break out of the, the container. Nothing can stop you but you from being metamorphosed, from, a, from being conformed by a storm to being platformed by the storm. You cannot be conformed. You cannot be kept. Even the, the enemy has done everything he can to trap you and put you in a dark place of trauma and oppression and depression and addiction and whatever you've been walking through. And I got news for you. It's time for you to walk through it. It's not time for you to stay in any place. It is time for you to stand up, take your place and let God finish you to prepare you for the rest of your race. Amen. So let me see if I can break this down. So once again, uh, Joseph of Arimathea was a secret agent. Joseph means he will add. And then Arimathea means heights. So, and you have Nicodemus, who means who has victory among his people. So there is a people, secret agents, that have the banner of he will add heights because he is victorious among his people. You are an individual who is victorious among his people because God has added heights to you. He said, come up here. How do you metamorphose? You say, you say, yes, Lord, to the coming up here. Encounters will help you metamorphose from obscurity 
to victory. You will metamorphose from tragedy to triumph. You will metamorphose from being conformed by a storm to being transformed and, and platformed by the storm. And you can use the storms and the grace that God has put on the inside of them to propel you further in Jesus' mighty name. So these two were tasked, Joseph and Nicodemus were tasked for taking care of the body. Once again, they were both part of the Sanhedrin. They were, they were both rulers in Israel and secret agents for Jesus Christ to take care of the body. And last week I mentioned how Joseph, there was a Joseph at the beginning of Jesus's uh, life and a Joseph at the end. God at the beginning is adding and at the end of your life is adding. And it's just amazing when you start to break down these scriptures. So uh, let me just move on here. So Joseph had the, the tomb and Nicodemus had the the aloe, the mixture, and what it, what it was was a mixture of myrrh and, and aloe, and it was a hundred pounds. So Nicodemus, the one that's victorious among amongst his people, was the one that had the anointings, and he had the 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 linen cloths. So these two, when you add myrrh and aloe together, the uh, the ointments that are that actually are to produce intimacy so they combine to create something that perseveres or preserves sorry there so when you bring these two um components of myrrh and aloe they both are are used in 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 intimacy to the fragrance of intimacy and and they're attractive and and they smell wonderfully but when you put them together they become something a little more different they become uh, something that preserves the two secret agents were were followers of jesus they wrapped the hundred pounds meaning what is a hundred hundred mean 100 means the maximum potential or fulfillment. So they take the, the maximum potential of the fullness of God and wrap God, Jesus Christ, who is the fullness of the Godhead in bodily form. Come on now. With these two mixtures, that mixture is the Greek word migma, meaning fusion, and they wrap this all around. A fusion a mixture, and they wrap it all around Jesus, creating a preservation of the body. Okay, I just want to break this down just a little bit more. So these, this mixture of the 100 pounds of anointing, which 100 means, once again, the fullness measure of potential. So the, the myrrh, uh, the mixture of the two, but let's just before we mix it together, let's 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 break it down here. Myrrh is Smyrna, uh, used as an antiseptic, used for embalming. It's very expensive anointing, used for incense, and is a symbol of romantic desires because it gets 
uh, sweet when it begins to fire up. Okay, and then aloe, it's uh, actually pronounced alea, is, is a strongly aromatic sap of the aquilarian tree mixed with myrrh and is used for embalming. So aloe is actually called the spice of love. Very interesting how that intimacy, they both, both these anointings put together, this mixture, this fusion of anointings, both of, of um, rooted in intimacy is what is preserving. So your, this is why there's such a great movement on the praise and worship because it's in the midst of, of praise and worship that you're preserved from and you're preserved for a moment. And I want to say that you, you have been, you've been being wrapped, your body's been wrapped in the anointing, in the midst of your worship, in the midst of your dedication, in the midst of you pressing through, in the midst of you worshiping, even in the midst of peril and, and persecution, but you're still praising. And your praising is causing, and your worship with the Lord is causing a preservation, and you're about to be wrapped, and, the body, and you've been wrapping your body in, the, in, in this anointing over these last uh, seasons of your life, but you're being, you've been put into a tomb and we and you are going to be able to do this you're going to be able to bring people to the place and I, and there's only one thing you can do to live the fullness that God has called for you you have to submit to the beautiful death you gotta have the death of self if you want to be metamorphosed in, in, in this wrapping and all these things that, that are going on and, and, and the beautiful death is this, you stop living your life just for your own lusts and desires. You stop living your life as somebody that is just the end goal is to satisfy and gratify your flesh. These things need to come to death. Paul the Apostle says this, he says, in, in Romans chapter 7 and then Romans chapter 8. He says, the things I want to do, I don't do. But the things I don't want to do, I find myself continually doing it. A few verses later, he says, ah, oh, this wretched flesh, who will save me? And if you've heard me speak before, you might have heard me say something like this, that Paul the apostle is the one that met Jesus, was the 13th apostle, the 13, the number of love, the 13th apostle that actually got called by Jesus himself showed up, knocked him off his ass and onto his butt and told him all about him and, and was introduced to him as savior. He knows who's going to save him. He's crying out because there's times in your life when you, for some reason, forget your savior. You forget the ability to be saved. You, you're overwhelmed and overcome. But you just keep standing, even though you cry out and maybe prayers that don't make any sense and you just don't know what to do. But if you just keep standing in the storm, you will be delivered. And then he says this. He says, ah, but by the spirit do I put the death, the deeds of the body. But by the spirit, you will be delivered. You have been placed in the midst of intimacy. You've been wrapped in the potential. You've been wrapped in, and you've been, you've been cocooned in, and you've been put in the poupee. 
and and I play on that a little bit, and it, and it seems like we're in the very poupe places of darkness right now, but I want to tell you, you're a hidden secret agents. You are about to be metamorphosed in this season. Allow God to finish the process. You will come out shining. You will unfurl. And this is what it is. Jesus had to break out of the cocoon himself. If you try to help somebody out of the process, don't love somebody so much that you destroy their lives by helping them out of that process. If anybody helps a butterfly, a monarch butterfly from being metamorphosed and they cut open the, the, the cocooning or the crystallization and they try to let him out uh, prematurely before he is ready, one, but also there is something that happens when you fight through the resist, resistance and when you push back on the resistance, you begin to build muscle and the process of coming into the glory is really important in building your strength so that you can be strong at that next level. You got to finish strong and break out of this very thing that is trying to hinder you and stop you. It is a weapon that is formed for you. Don't be dismayed. Don't give up. Don't say I'm not strong enough. I want to tell you, you are strong enough. You keep fighting through. You will break through and you will leave those linen cloths behind like Jesus did. And you will fold up that face cloth and you will set it aside and say, I'm looking right straight into the face of God right now. I have metamorphosed and I am coming forth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? I don't have time to get into all, all of the different things of, of what happened to the uh, from the caterpillar to the uh, to the to the butterfly i won't get into that that it liquefies and becomes one with the head and that there's 13 different segments oh maybe i'm getting into a little bit but i want to tell you the, the process of you becoming a solution you become one solution in that tomb. You become one solution in that trauma. You become one solution as you're waiting. You become one solution and you are about to be metamorphosed and you are about to be the storm walker and the ones that will be platformed by the storms and the ones that will use the storms and the ones that will not deny uh, uh, the goodness of the Lord, but will begin to share the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. This is the time of the metamorphosis and this is the time of the restoration of all things and this is the time that there is restitution and, and retribution for all those that have been paying the price and going through the whole process in secret agents you are metamorphosing in this season in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ you are you are like even judges uh, in judges chapter 6 where Gideon was hiding he was hiding from all these different uh, enemies that were coming against him, the, the, um, the Midianites and, and, and the different Amalekites. I believe even the Malachites were coming against them, and they, they were trying, they were always stealing their harvest. So he was hit hiding out of fear inside the garden, inside the wine, the, the vineyard, inside the wine press is where he is thrashing the wheat. <laughs> 
there are many people like Gideon who are afraid and have been afraid, but you are going to, I come to you, you're about to be metamorphosed, is what I was about to say, but I, I'm coming to you today and to say this to you right in your hiddenness. You are a mighty person of valor. You are a mighty son and daughter, a son of honor, a daughter of honor, and you are a champion that is about to come forth as the as bright as the noonday sun. You are about to build an altar of peace on every other altar that is being shaken and is about to be destroyed because of the great glory of God that is about to be revealed onto this planet. This is the day of the Lord. This is the powerful day of the Lord. This is the Psalms 23 day of the Lord. This is the this is Isaiah 61 day of the Lord. This is the Isaiah 60 day of the Lord. I want to tell you it's time for you to arise and shine. Though there be darkness on the earth and deep darkness upon the people, break out of your cocoon and begin to shine like the noonday sun and be the answer and the solution that your whole world is waiting for. The whole world is waiting for the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God. The whole world is not waiting for a father. They're waiting for somebody with flesh on that looks just like their daddy, smells just like their daddy, acts just like their daddy, and performs signs, wonders, and miracles just like their papa. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I'm asking, Lord God, for grace upon the storm walkers, grace upon the hidden and secret agents, uh, grace, Lord God, upon my listeners right now to allow God to finish the process and prepare them to be the answer to their spheres their, um, and, and into their world. In Jesus' mighty name, I loose the anointing upon them now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So I hope this series has been uh, helpful to you guys. Once again, if you want more material or you want to uh, sow into our ministry, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can find more information there. I bless you guys. I love you guys. And I'm excited for this season. And until next week, this is Barry Miracle signing off. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say, you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week.